listening to the Capture Paranormal Podcast. Greetings and welcome to the Capture Paranormal Podcast. I'm Jason, and on the line with me today, we have my friend... Mike. Mike. Mike's on the line with us. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the episode three of the brand new Ghost Hunters season. But before we get into that, we have a little um, house cleaning to do, I guess you could say. Mike. You and uh, Kevin and Paul mm-hmm. did a return visit to Wallaceburg to mm-hmm. do a uh, investigation at a place that you and me and Bryce went to a couple months ago. This was kind of a return visit to check up on things and see what else we could find. The last time we were there, it was pretty interesting. We heard uh, footsteps upstairs, um, just lots of different weird things going on. We got an interesting voice come through the S-Box. Yep. So we thought that was good enough, and the client wanted us to return to investigate once again. So as I said, you, Kevin, and Paul were out there this time. Uh, Give us a little rundown of what happened there. Well, the night started off pretty quiet. Um, Not a whole lot happened when we were in the basement. Um, We didn't check out the basement last time, which is probably a good thing with you guys as tall as you are because you wouldn't have fit. Right, right. (laughs) It's, It's just just over maybe six feet in the basement. So, um, yeah, nothing happened in the basement. Then we moved up to the main floor and, uh, again, it was pretty quiet. Uh, we tried using the, uh, our new modified, uh, SB seven spirit box. Um, Kevin modified it, took the antenna out. So now we don't get any radio interference. Oh, that's good. Yeah. We've been, we've been looking to do that for a while. So it's yep. a good thing. We finally so, did it. Yeah, that's all done and taken care of now, and we were using it. And underneath the static, Kevin thought he got sworn at, and he thought he heard somebody say F you when he asked a question. They swore at you? Yeah. <laughs> Who would do such a thing? Probably the gentleman that committed suicide in the house. Oh, well, yeah. He might that, not be too uh, happy. No, he's not not a friendly spirit, I don't think. Um. That was the gentleman last time we got his voice over the S-Box that, that asked, uh, who wants to know when we said... Uh, oh, did it sounded like the same voice? Yeah. Oh, that's quite interesting. Yeah, it was. Okay, so you get that. Um, yeah. Um, we tried the Echo Box, and unbeknownst to me, we until later, we heard uh, the client's mother, her name come through. It's a native name, Minotaug was her name and I had no idea what it was saying until afterwards when the client said did you hear my mother's name come through that so I said what's your mother's name and she told me and I'm like oh my god I heard that (laughs) I just didn't know what it was saying at the time so when we go back to to listen over we'll uh we'll have caught that for sure because it was very clear but I had no idea what it meant right yeah very nice and where'd you move uh, to after that then we went upstairs uh, into the the rooms where we heard the footsteps last time. Right, yeah. And we weren't sure if it was – we kind of had an we, – we were under the impression that it might have been some type of, uh, you know, raccoon or uh, mm-hmm. some type of creature, we'll say. But uh, it, was, it was interesting. Bryce kind of went through trying to debunk it, and besides mm-hmm. it being – the possibility of it being a creature, um, you know, it, we didn't really come up with much – to uh, debunk no. those footsteps. That's true. Uh, this time we didn't hear any footsteps. 
However, um, we did receive some uh, communication using the K2 this time um, in both both rooms upstairs. Uh, Kevin had his EM pump going, pumping the room full of uh, electromagnetic frequency and energy and everything. And that kind of seemed to stir up the get some reactions going with the K2 once we turned it off and had the had the room kind of electrified almost like charged. Well, yeah, that's the first time we've brought we brought out the or you brought out the EMF. We haven't used that before on, on an investigation. So you're saying it was right. it was a positive thing. It was definitely. I definitely want to use it again. Um, we talked about uh, Samuel. The this that's the name of the spirit of the the gentleman that supposedly committed suicide in the house. And every time we mentioned something about suicide or how he died or something like that, we'd get hits on the K2. So we moved into the other room and we got the same thing. We talked about suicide. We talked about how he felt after he'd done, after he'd done the deed. And every time we mentioned it, we were getting strong hits through the K2, like it was going up to red. That's interesting. Yeah, one, okay, question here. This, mm-hmm. this is my, I'll be the devil, devil's advocate here. Absolutely. You have the EM pump in the room pumping electromagnetic energy. Mm-hmm. Will that affect the K2? It definitely was when we put it up close to it. And then when we turned it off, there, was, there wasn't anything. There was a baseline flat. All right, so that's what I was looking for. You, when you were yep. using the K2, you weren't using the EMF uh, pump. No, that's right. All right. Yeah, we, we pumped the, the EM pump for quite a while before we brought the K2 into the room. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, I just wanted to clear that up for anybody who might be yep. listening. It's like, wait a minute, you're using an EMF <laughs> pump, and then you're using a K2. That's why it's going off. Yeah. You guys suck. <laughs> exactly. so I just wanted to make sure that was all cleared up. Okay, yep. go ahead. Yeah, so we uh, we did our thing up there for quite a while. Um, we tried using the S-Box. That was unsuccessful. Um, then we were pretty much done. We were going to wrap up for the night. And something told me that I should probably stay up there and, and do like a solo up there by myself. Kind of like I did last time. Cause I had some, some pretty good responses and, and stuff last time I was there for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. I remember. I, was there by myself. I remember. Yeah. So I stayed up there and Kevin and Paul went downstairs and I turned on the echo box and had l- some, communication just minor stuff minor blips and and uh some words come through mostly leave and get out and stuff like that so i'd been up there only for about five minutes by myself and that was what i was getting through the echo box was leave and get out and just that was all i was hearing so i finally said if you give me one good significant indication that you want me to leave I'll do so. I'll shut this off and I'll go. And as soon as I finished saying that, the K2 went up to red. So I thought, okay, there's your indication. I better leave. So I shut everything off, which was my first mistake. I shut the K2 off, shut off the echo box, and then I turned off the camera, which I should never have done. Because when I picked everything up and went to leave that room, I looked forward into the other room, and against the window, there was a full-figured black shadow person standing in the in the window right in front of me so i, I kind of froze 
and then I, I blinked a couple times because I wasn't sure what I was seeing, and then I looked again, and it was gone. So I went downstairs quickly, <laughs> and I got uh, I sent Paul up first to see if, if he could see anything, if it was maybe just my eyes playing tricks on me in the dark. But he come up, so he went up with the flashlight, and he come back down, and there was he said he couldn't see anything strange in the window or anything. So Kevin and I went up next, and he stood in the place where I saw the shadow, and it perfectly recreated what I saw. Oh, wow. So you were able to recreate it with mm-hmm. another person, yeah. but, you know, you were the only one up on that, that top floor at the time. Yeah, and I wasn't recording on the camera, of course. Well, yeah, that that that's just a given. That's going to happen. Every time you turn yep. off the camera, something's yep. going to happen. <laughs> exactly. Wow, that's really interesting. So what do you take out of out of that investigation, like? Do you still under the belief that well there is something there and it's just I you need to figure out what to do with it? There. Yeah, um, the client does want us to to try and get it to leave. Um, she just wants her house to be quiet. Right, which we and, don't do. We've said that before. No, we don't. We exactly. know we know of uh, kind of verified uh, people that we've dealt with before who have been able to clear whatever happens to be in the residence, but mm-hmm. we don't do that ourselves. We're not. We, no. We're just there, more of a scientific, uh, exactly scientific area type thing to to find out this evidence and see what it is or help debunk uh, what yeah. could be there and document. Yep, exactly. Um, yep. Wow, so that's interesting. So I would say I would say that's a pretty yeah. good night. Yeah, that was the first time in over eight years of investigating the paranormal that I'd seen a, a full shadow figure like that. Wow, that's awesome. So yeah, from here on, just basically there might be one more return to try to mm-hmm. cleanse what might be there. I think so. And then keep kind of updated uh, with the client to see if things maybe quiet down. What were, what were, were some of the claims between that, uh, the last time we were there and, and this, this investigation, were there any more claims in between? Um, there was the same claims that she was having before with um, pictures being turned around on the mantle. Um, there was still like the, the noises and everything that, that the knocking and, and everything like that, that, that she was talking about before. Um, this time we're not sure if it actually happened or not, but there was a, a small figurine on her, um, dresser in the bedroom that she swears was facing outwards when we got there. And then when we went into the bedroom, it was turned around backwards. I don't know if it actually happened or if, it was already backwards when we got there or what. Right. I do remember the first time when I was there, that was one of the claims is that uh, mm-hmm. pictures on, on the mantle or, or pictures on the wall would be turned around. Mm-hmm. So that could be, you know, it lines up with what's happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, it's all, it's all hearsay, right? Exactly. Yep. Um, wow. So. That's very interesting. So it sounded like a good night. Yeah. It turned into a good night. It was pretty, pretty quiet for the first couple hours. Hmm. Just had to warm up to you a little bit. That's all. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Once I, uh, I was, when I was upstairs, I was kind of going through my my own history with with depression and and suicide and stuff like that. And I don't know if that maybe drew it out a little more because I was empathizing with them. It was very very possible. You could have had some type of connection there. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's interesting. Well, mm -hmm. I'll have to grab that video and put something together, and maybe we'll have it up for on sure. our YouTube uh, soon or somewhere for people to view it and see what happened. Unfortunately, like you said, you turned it off the camera during your <laughs> your little Shadow Man incident. Of course I did. But that happens a lot in this uh, when yep. you're investigating. So uh, I guess we can move on to uh, Ghost Hunters. And mm -hmm. is this the first episode three that we're about to talk about? Is this the first episode that you watched of the new season so far? It is. Right. So when me and Kevin did the uh, the very first episode, we kind of ran through uh, each uh, each new member to try to you know just get a, trying to gauge what our thoughts on each new mm -hmm. member and what we thought of them and whatnot. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> did you have any particular favorite new kind of? member of the team so far that you watched on the first uh well the third Jeez. but for you the first episode honestly not really um none of them really stood out to, me, <laughs> to be completely honest with you well we talked um, me and kevin talked about it and uh you know everybody was pretty cool like you got brandon oh, yeah. you know he's the brandon and brian rochelle they all seem like they're kind of the uh the typical paranormal investigator like mm -hmm. they're they're true they're real people you know they have good intentions yep. Um, Kevin wasn't too, uh, impressed with, uh, Kristen, the new kind of co-lead with Daryl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He had some, he had some harsh words for her, but, uh, <laughs> did you find, you know, uh, actually he, he told me something I didn't know during that episode is that mm -hmm. she's, uh, she's an actress. Oh, really? Yes. And she's been on a couple other kind of ghost television shows, which really? I was oblivious to. I had no idea, but. Yeah. Apparently it's out there on the internet, and that's what a lot of people were complaining about when they found out yeah. she was on the on the team, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Did you have any thoughts on on Kristen? <laughs> did you get that no, kind no. of vibe that, yeah. that she's just no, kind of put I mean, there? If anything, yeah, that's kind of what it seemed like. Um, I don't know. They, I imagine there was probably quite a long audition process for for finding chemistry with Grant. So. That's very true, yeah. You can only imagine. Yeah. So I imagine that uh, they probably found her to be the best one, you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to work off him. Right. Because they got to make him kind of look, look good because he's the lead, right? Right. You know what I mean? Yep. If that makes any sense to you? It does, it does. <laughs> yeah, good. so uh, I don't know. Yeah, for like I said before on previous podcast, uh, I, I kind of like the new team. Um like I said, I'm yeah. kind of on Kevin's side when it comes to Kristen. Maybe some, mm -hmm. you know, maybe things will change in later episodes. But yeah. you do get yeah, that feeling. Three episodes in, right? You get that that feeling um, that she's just kind of there. But we'll get into <laughs> something else later on that I kind of noticed during this this episode, episode three. Okay. Uh, but going back uh, first to last week's episode, there was an mm -hmm. update. I'm not sure if you obviously didn't see the episode, correct? No, I didn't. Well, the uh, one of the claims was there was a picture taken of uh, the, I believe it was called the Pillars Estate. And okay. up in the window, there was uh, a face. It looked like an old lady face or an old woman or something. Some type of face up in the the top window. Okay. And when they uh, went up to find the window, first it was impossible to find. It was way up in an attic. Like, uh, And then Rochelle found it. She went, she went climbing into the attic to get to this window and found there's no way that you could stand beside the window the way this, um, this supposed figure was standing in the window or their face was, okay. was, um, after that episode aired, Grant put up a video 
uh, I guess viewers had noticed that this this uh, image in the window was actually taken from a, a, a meme or some type of uh, you know online you know if you look down the stairs and you see this what are you going to do those type of pictures mm -hmm. um, yep. and so they they lined it up and it was exactly what was on that that online picture so that was debunked right away and that's that's an amazing thing for viewers to kind of be able to yeah. find this stuff out and help help especially the ghost hunters and these television shows yeah. debunk these things right exactly so there wasn't that sort of thing i don't think 10 years ago when when jason and grant were were in the height of the show before right yeah and with the advancement yeah. of social media exactly there's so much out there that's just hoax and fakes and <laughs> Yep. <laughs> like so much that you know it's good that you can they can there are viewers out there that are uh that in tune that can find this stuff and and help them debunk it because that's what it's all about exactly. yeah so uh, i thought we'd get that out of the way an update for everybody from last week's episode uh, mm -hmm. moving on to this week's episode so this was episode <laughs> three uh it was yep. a return to saint augustine and mm -hmm. they were in uh, Florida. But before that, they did a resident, residential home in Pennsylvania. Uh, yep. This was a re this was a, the Simpson home. And it was owned by Deanna and Tom, who actually mm -hmm. moved out of the house because, you know, they mm -hmm. things were getting very difficult for them. Grant actually mentioned about these families and these, res these people who have issues in their home or their business uh, having teams out. And he even said about these being the wrong teams for people to have yep. out in their in their home and things like that which we've run into in oh, our yeah. in our little community um yep. we've even seen recently videos online of <laughs> you know in our area of these these teams or these people going out to investigate homes and they're just doing it the absolute wrong way they're not taking into account anything like debunking wise or proper yep. etiquette things like that um yep. And Which is feeding super... the clients just absolute rubbish, basically. Right, and so that's yep. it's unfortunate, but it happens, and it's just it was actually nice to hear. I don't know for me, it was nice to hear Grant kind of throw that out there. Yes, that, you know there are there are bad teams out there, and it's it's yep. unfortunate, but it's true. Um, they unfortunately probably outweigh the good ones. Right. Yeah. So uh, some of the claims in the the Simpson home was you know headaches. Um, crazy dreams, uh, lots of stress, which, you know, can be accounted to EMF, which we've run into in the past. Mm -hmm. yep. um, there was an incident where Deanna had fallen down the stairs. She had seen what looked mm -hmm. like a mist or a shadow or something at the bottom of the stairs. And I think she said she felt like something pushed her and she fell down yep. the stairs. Um, yep. Things like that. Which, like I said, we've run into before, and with EMF and with carbon monoxide, which they they mentioned in the show as well, yeah. um, this stuff can happen. You can get a, you can get headaches and have weird dreams and things like that, and that's where teams it's like and all that stuff. Yeah, and that's where you have teams, good teams. I don't want to I don't want to throw us in there because you know that just seems too conceited. Well. But <laughs> have have a team that knows what they're doing come out and be able to debunk this stuff, like mm -hmm. be able to say maybe you're getting headaches. In your when you're trying to go to sleep because your clock radio is giving off crazy EMF or something like that. Yeah. Um. So getting into the episode, they kind of went through all that. Uh, mm -hmm. They started with Brendan and Mustafa, who are in the mm -hmm. attic. 
not not much going on. They had uh, nope. they had the EMF detector, the tri-field, whatever tri-field. it's called. Yep. Yeah, they had that by the stairs. And I thought it was fun, kind of funny. Their camera guy went to swing around to get a shot, and he almost fell down those exact same stairs. Yep. Which, uh, you know, because you saw, you saw how steep they were. Yeah, so, and how the the ceiling was kind of was sloped right up at the at the edge of the stairs there, so that could be could have possibly made him disoriented too. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, not However, much. On, yeah, not much. It did seem to kind of disregard that awfully quick though, too, about her getting pushed down the stairs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They kind of wrote that like wrote that up, chalked wrote that up, off. saying, "Well, yeah. this is a good example. This uh, camera guy almost fell down the stairs, yeah. so it's it's quite possible." Yeah. Um, this was off topic here a little bit. This is Sorry. what me and Kevin, no, no, this is what me and Kevin talked about on a previous episode, mm-hmm. um, was that I, I mentioned that I didn't really like the idea of the cameraman and sound people being in there with no. the actual team. Uh, what do you think no. about that? I don't, I always kind of, I didn't really like it either. But It's interesting um, that they're like right what, out showing it now though. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't, they used to, well, sort of try to hide it before. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I just don't see. There, but... Yeah, I don't see an issue with just giving the like they have their team cam, uh, their team yeah. camera, or if they uh, put some static cams around. Like I don't see an issue yeah. with that. Why they got to have nope. these other people in there that are you know, there's poten- right. there's potential there to um, muddy up the waters. You know what I mean? Yep. Exactly. Yeah, um, you might get some contamination. Yeah. So. Going off of that, the whole the whole team mm-hmm. camp thing, um, Kristen and Daryl were on the first floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did notice something funny. I don't. I'm gonna. You're you're the main camera guy of Capture Paranormal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna throw this to you. I don't know okay. if you noticed this, but when Kristen had the camera in her hand, she was basically like really focused on the screen in front yep. of her. Yet it was basically looking at, at a wall. Oh, so <laughs> thinking that popped into my head was like, okay, they're just doing this for show. Now they just handed her a camera and said, Basically. here, point this. And we're going to get a shot of you like pretending to videotape or yeah. <laughs> pretending to film. Exactly. Because that's what it seems like. Yeah. I don't know if you, did you notice that at all? That it was basically just like the wall and a fireplace that she was. Now that you mentioned it, I remember it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny. It was all the shows kind of blur together now at this, at this point. So, um, any details, like fine details in the shows are kind of hard for me to pick out anymore, you know, right. cause I watch so many of them and they're just, they're all the same basically. Right. So, so after that we had Rochelle and Brian, they were in the basement. Mm-hmm. Same thing as Brendan and Mustafa, uh, same thing as Kristen and Daryl. There was yep. just no activity going on in the house whatsoever. That's right. Uh, no EMF hits, no anything like that. So Grant decided they would bring in Deanna, the owner of the home, bring yep. her in on the investigation. And what do you know? Everything starts happening. As soon yep. as she's in the house, uh, Rochelle and Brandon start getting feelings of, uh, you know, pressure on their head or wh- or whatever. Um, just weird feelings. I think Rochelle was on the in the attic. Brandon was in the uh, basement. So, mm-hmm. you know, they were kind of feeling. Well, ac- according to the episode, you don't know how it's edited, but yeah. they were feeling the same kind of thing at the same time. As soon as Deanna came in the house, 
Uh, mm-hmm. EMF started going off full blast uh, in yep. both in all areas of the home. Uh, you know, and every then everything just stopped when Deanna left. Deanna and Grant yeah. uh, left, and everything just stopped. So, I don't know. What do you do? You think that was just kind of? It could have been re-edited to make it look like things were happening like that, or do you think it was just intentional, or do you think it was actually legitimate? There's a good possibility that uh, that it was edited out to look like that, but personally, I like to give give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, there's a, a good chance also that, like with all the claims that they had, that she was the catalyst for everything. Right, and you know? so basically it came down to um, they kind of named, Grant kind of came to the conclusion that it was actually Deanna that was causing, you know, all this this action in the home and that <laughs> it was basically a poltergeist uh, idea here where I think he said he said she <laughs> she was the poltergeist. Yeah, that's and, the yeah, definition of it, yeah. Right, she was the poltergeist, and so... Wherever she was, that's where everything kind of happened. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, when, when she stressed out. Right. So basically they, the conclusion was that she would just kind of have to live with it, learn to live with it. Yep. Uh, there was really no no closure after that. That was basically it. Is that she's the, she's the poltergeist yeah. and that's she's just going to have to deal with it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, try and find ways to keep her stress levels under control and things like that. Yeah, so maybe later on we'll get a follow-up episode or something, and maybe uh, we'll learn what happened after that and how she dealt with it. But uh, we'll have to see later down the road, I guess. That's right. So uh, they moved on to the second half of the episode, which is Mm -hmm. where they were actually at the St. Augustine Lighthouse, and that was in uh, Florida there. Yep. Uh, They spoke with, uh, what was her name? Oh, goodness. Kelsey? I don't even remember what her name was. I think her name was Kelsey. I uh, think you're right. Uh, the one that <laughs> kind of ran the place now, did the tours yeah. and whatnot. A curator, and so, if you will. Yeah. So they ran through um, the last time they were there. This was when Grant and Jason and them did the mm-hmm. episode there in 2006. You know, they kind of reviewed what they found then. And there mm-hmm. was an interesting video of a shadow on the staircase. Yeah. Uh, did you see that episode when it originally aired? Once I started watching it and they started showing them on the stairs of the lighthouse, it all came back. Yeah, I remembered it. So that was uh, interesting. Um, you know, I don't think they debunked it at the time. So that probably no. weighed heavy on Grant. That's probably why he wanted mm-hmm. to get get back there so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, the... Um, Kelsey, I believe her name is. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> pretty um, sure you're right. <laughs> if, if, uh, sorry, she was going over kind of the new evidence that has been going on there, which included the same thing, shadow figures on the staircase. There was also a photo of some type of mist or, or something in the woods, which... Yep. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> if people are familiar with the podcast and with After Paranormal, they know... When it comes to photos, we're just, eh, you know, it's difficult yep. to to so get around. Yep. Um, do you saw the photo in the episode? Yeah. Yep. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts on that? Being Florida, it's harder to to say that it could have been like somebody's breath at night. You know, 
Yeah, there's, um, there's too many. Very humid, but there's a lot of variables that could have come into play, you know? Yeah, there's way too many variables. Um, and that's, yeah. again, an issue with photos is there's so many yep. variables. Uh, another thing was um, children giggling in the woods, <laughs> uh, the sound of giggling, I guess. So they began the investigation. Kristen and mm-hmm. Mustafa were in the lighthouse. They mm-hmm. had set up a, they set up kind of a cool, I guess, rig. Like they had REM pods on a few different levels of the staircase. Yeah. And when I saw them doing this, they kind of pointed out where each REM pod was in the staircase and things like that. First <laughs> thing that hopped into my head, and I'm totally honest with you on the, with this, is they're going to be chasing these REM pods. Yep. Up and down the staircase. <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> what happened. That. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, they yep. run, you know, they'd get up to the, the second one and the third one would go off. They'd get up to the third one, yep. the second one would go off. So they're kind of chasing these, these REM pods. Yep. Um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. And again, I have it in my notes here. Um, another issue where they gave Kristen the camera and it's just like shooting the floor. <laughs> Oh, wow. I don't know. I just noticed that. It's just, you know, being a, you know, with me, even when, when we go on investigations, I'm totally thinking like our YouTube episode and, you know, shoot hot, shoot here and be straight and don't, you know, I, I get yeah. on everybody's case on how to shoot. And yeah, that just to me seemed like someone just handed her a camera. So it looks like she's doing something and, yep. and said her up the stairs. But yep. um, yeah, so. Like I said, they're, they're basically that whole segment was them just tra- chasing REM pods and mm-hmm. on the staircase. Uh, they had Brian and uh, what's his name? Brandon. I'm they, terrible with names, but yeah. yeah. They had Brandon and Brian. <laughs> uh, Brandon and Brian were in the woods. Yeah. Kind of looking into the whole uh, photo thing and the giggle- giggling. They had mm-hmm. the EVP session going. They had their EMF. Um, it was interesting, too, watching this. I kind of made a note that Brian, he honestly kind of reminded me of Kevin. He's like the, yeah. the Kevin is kind of our Brian in the group because <laughs> uh, anytime we're on investigations, it's, it always boils down to the, um, you know, I have kids too. And, you know, the, that's exactly yeah. what Brian yeah. was doing. I'm like, oh my God, this is yeah. Kevin. Like, <laughs> it's just so funny how their personalities were kind of the same. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they were doing their EMF and their EVP thing. Uh, didn't really get nothing in that segment. Then we went to uh, Grant and Daryl were in the lighthouse. Uh, mm-hmm. They had the Trifield meter there. Um, they were kind of going over the Trifield meter. And this this is a question I wanted to bring up, and I thought, you know, I'd, I'd run this by you. Mm-hmm. They were kind of talking in a way that the Trifield meter was was better than almost like a Mel meter. Do you really, like, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Well, um, I've seen them and I've seen them being used. Um, I think they're more sensitive than the millimeter, but not quite as sensitive as a K2. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they're kind of in them. the middle. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, some the, people swear by them. So, yeah, well, with the tri field, it's cool because it does have the EMF, it has um, mm-hmm. the temperature gauge, and mm-hmm. it also has the, the Gauss meter. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah, the Gauss meter. Yep. So, so vibration, it kind of senses vibration. Which is cool to have all in one. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's a cool little deal they got there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like you said, I think it's very hard to make the Mel meter go off. So it would be interesting to have a tri-field with a Mel. And when they're getting, like, these hits as they were 
in mm-hmm. the um, in the lighthouse to yep. see, you know, kind of kind of gauge which one if if they if they give the same breeding or if they're different exactly. breedings. Yeah, so that would have been an interesting thing to to see. But that was um, an example of what uh, something that happened last night. But the the sorry to get off topic. The melmeter down on the floor in the hallway upstairs, and I had a point four constant. So I put the K two down beside it, and I had nothing. So we went downstairs and looked, and there was the, the ceiling fan was on underneath there. Oh, interesting. We were able to debunk it. Yep. Yeah, debunked. <laughs> that's awesome. Yep. That's, that's, <laughs> Sorry to get off the No, but that's another example of that's paranormal investigating. Debunk. Yep. You have to debunk things like that. Like, if that was going off and you're just going crazy and oh my god, it's ghosts, it's, it's a demon. But you know, no, <laughs> no somebody so, standing here. Exactly. No, it's the yep. ceiling fan underneath. <laughs> yep. It's just these things you gotta you gotta do when you're paranormal investigator. But you yep. know, some you know, maybe one day people will learn. But they <laughs> <laughs> um, So yeah, they were getting uh, EMF hits at one of the doors in the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. When uh, there's a cabinet, like a couple steps down from Grant, and the door mm-hmm. swung open and hit the railing of the stairs. They had it. Yep. They had you know. I don't think they had video of it swinging. Did they? Unfortunately, no. No, they, they were didn't. just kind of, it hit and they heard it and then the camera swung then and you saw the door open, which yep. is, you know, it's it's un- unfortunate you didn't get to see the actual but door open. Uh, it never happens that way. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, first As hand. I found out. <laughs> so that was quite interesting. Um, if it did fly open, like apparently they said it's very difficult to open that cupboard door. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it's all hearsay. Exactly. Who knows? It could have been half opened at the time, and maybe them walking up and down, and maybe somebody nudged it and nudged it open mm-hmm. a little farther, just enough so that when the time was right, it popped open and hit the thing, hit the stair well. But, yeah, because you never know, because they do have a camera crew walking with them. Well, yeah, they're there setting up all day long, right? So yep. who's to say they, they weren't bringing up a, you know, somebody didn't have a, big, a knapsack full of gear nudged into it a few times going up and down the exactly. stairs and then it kind of nudged the door open and eventually mm-hmm. it just it popped open but mm-hmm. that's that's kind of things we'll never we'll never know when it comes to this stuff oh, exactly. uh, so we went back to brian and brandon uh who were in the woods they <laughs> started to hear laughing kind of yep. like the giggling like like the claims were um so they kind of followed into the woods looking for that and then Brandon, I believe, got a mel hit on the mel meter. He said mm-hmm. it was twenty-seven point five, which is astronomical. That's that's huge. That's, Especially for the woods. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I don't think I've ever seen it go that high on in any of our investigations. No, I held the mel up to the client's um, fuse panel last night. It only went up to eleven. Right. So. so. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty high. So it's interesting. Very, very It'd be high. very interesting to see what could have caused that. Um, but I'll tell you what it probably wasn't, and that's a Sasquatch. That's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty funny. They're they're hearing these noises in the in the woods <laughs> and something big moving around. He's like, "It's a damn Sasquatch," <laughs> something along <laughs> those lines. Uh, with with Brian there, he was yep. convinced it was a Sasquatch. It was something more along the lines probably of a panther or something like that because they're common. they're common down there. Yeah, that's possible. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. That was interesting. Yep. <laughs> uh, they did bring out the thermal imaging camera, which, which yep. looked to be on a on an iPhone or some type of phone. Yep. Uh, yep. I, I've heard of those out there. I didn't really think they would be 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? They'd be. They took me aback when I saw that. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't think it would be. You know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I didn't think you'd be able to take that as an actual device. You know, like we use yeah, the we use the Echo Vox, right? We use the Echo Vox, yeah. which is a phone app, but it just spits out syllables, and you know, we take it for what yep. it is. Yeah, it's very subjective. Exactly. We would never, ever, ever claim for it to be actual evidence. With no, we, with most of our our stuff, we we find yeah. as well. We never really say it's actual evidence. It's more of no. hey, check this out. Uh, let me know yeah, what you exactly. think of this. Like, if yep. you can debunk it, that's amazing. But yep. Um, yeah, it was just an interesting thing. I I never really thought I would see the ghost hunters using a phone or phone apps no. for uh, investigating. No. Um, so basically that brought us to the end of the episode, mm-hmm. um, besides the, the noises in the woods and the giggling and the, the cover door swinging open and hitting the stairwell, uh, there's some interesting evidence, I mm-hmm. guess, to, to kind of look into and further debate, I guess you could say. Yep. Uh, so this being your first brand new, uh, reboot of the ghost hunters episode, uh, what were your, kind of your, your final thoughts and what did you think of the team and how, how they went about well, things? When I said that nobody really stood out, it was it was kind of like there isn't they don't seem to have their own separate individual personalities. You know what I mean? Kinda That's like true, but it could be like those. it could be only like, because yeah. this is your first episode. If you went back exactly. and watched the first two and maybe, you know, yeah. continued on um, the next couple or, you know, the rest of the mm-hmm. season, you might be able to pick out kind of their own their own yeah. personality traits and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the, the ghost adventures crew, like there's Zach and he's Zach and Aaron's definitely Aaron. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Where, <laughs> but, um, no, it'll, it'll probably grow on me. I'm sure. Cause I did, I do. And I did enjoy the series when it was on before. And I can honestly say I enjoy it more than I enjoy ghost adventures. Oh, interesting. So, like the old school ones, right? Yeah, I prefer it that way, as right. opposed to running around screaming about demons. Right. It is a little more true to form of what actually happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's the thing with our public events is that I always have the fear that they're going to think it's it's a ghost adventures thing because yep. they're, <laughs> they're going to expect to be running around and being possessed and chased and things thrown at them when, you know, it's... How about, how about you watch uh, Ghost Hunters there before you come out? And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cause exactly. Especially like this episode, them at the beginning uh, at the Simpson residence. Yeah, with the client. Yeah, yeah, the whole first part of that where they're all in there and nothing's happening. That's that's yep. basically what you're going to get the first, like for 90% of it. Yep, you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, that wrapped up. No, uh, I, sorry, go ahead. I did enjoy it, though. That's good. I enjoyed uh, it, So you plan to watch it? You plan to keep watching? Yep. Cool. Do you plan to keep doing these review podcasts? Uh, I will certainly try. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, so that wrapped up episode three, Return to St. Augustine for the brand new Ghost Hunters, uh, I guess, reboot yeah. with the brand new team. Yeah, so that was a decent episode. Like I said, I was mm-hmm. honestly more into Ghost Adventures when I first, these all these shows came, started coming out. I was more into mm-hmm. Ghost Adventures. I didn't really watch a lot of Ghost Hunters. If it was on here or there, mm-hmm. I'd watch it. Or um, mm-hmm. like the the time we went to uh, the New York Naval Base, mm-hmm. or where all what was it called? Where all the subs are? 
Yeah, Buffalo Naval yeah, Base. Right, the Buffalo Naval Base, yeah. When we were going there, I went back and watched the uh, the episode of Ghost Hunters being there. Mm-hmm. And But other than that, I, I was more diehard Ghost Adventures until a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mainly because it's, I guess, the entertainment value, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm enjoying this this new season so far. Three episodes in, and, you know, i kind of looking forward to the next one, see what yeah, happens. Yeah, they'll hit their stride, I'm sure. And Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So mm-hmm. uh, how about we move on now to uh, the new Psychic Kids? You know what it is. <laughs> I'm kidding. I I I oh I just I can't stand that. <laughs> I see the commercials and yeah. I can't stand that that show. <laughs> to be honest with you. No, I that's where I'll draw the line, I'm yeah. afraid. <laughs> that's a little that's a little too far for me yeah. especially. Um but yeah. the uh, the old paranormal state show when Chip Coffee was on there, it was cool to see him do his thing. Right, right. Because I, I I believe he has abilities. But I if I think he still has something to do with the Psychic Kids show. I know when it was on in its first, when it first came on, that was his his thing. I just can't take kids seriously, right. to be honest no, with you. No. Like even in the commercials when they're like, "There's a man right there." It's like what? <laughs> I yeah. just it's just so comical to me. I don't know why. I might be. Yep. I, I guess I'm just a jerk, but whatever. I'll take it. <laughs> You're too much of a, of a prove it to me. Yeah, that's true. Attitude. Very true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's episode three of the New Ghost Hunters. Looking forward yep. to the next one. But until then, what can we do, Mike? Where can uh, where can they find Capture Paranormal? Everywhere. Facebook slash Capture Paranormal. Uh, YouTube dot com slash Capture Paranormal. Uh, what else are we going to be? We are we to? are on Instagram if they want to follow us. Instagram at yeah, Capture yeah, Paranormal. Twitter we're at Capture Paranorm. And I do have to make a note. I mean, mm-hmm. we did just uh, switch podcast host uh, platforms. So, unfortunately, we're not on SoundCloud anymore. But we're still available on Apple Podcast and Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, all the main ones are still on there. Uh, there's just going to probably be a little bit of transition going on between uh, switching over, you know, the episodes and things like that, getting the RSS feed, uh, URL feeds all up to date and everything, but we're still very accessible. If you want to check out the past archives of the Capture Paranormal podcast, and have, hey, have you been on our uh, Facebook in the past little while? Yeah. Did you ha- did you see morning. the the brand new design over at our T-shirt store? I sure did. Did you the the nod to the Capture Paranormal, the greetings and welcome, <laughs> with yep. the uh, little scary spooky haunted, spooky haunted house there it's the halloween yep. season so i thought we would <laughs> throw up a neat little design that you know there's little hidden hidden trinkets in there if you look close enough and like i said it's a mm-hmm. it's a nod to the my little opening for every podcast the greetings <laughs> and welcome yep. so yeah i thought that would be cool to throw up a new design which you can go to captureparanormal.com uh slash shop dot html or just go captureparanormal.com, and in the menu, there's a shop tab. Click that. That'll take you to the link to our Tee Public store where you can pick up uh, some cool Capture merch. And that's not only T-shirts. They can get it on a mug. They can get uh, stickers. I think they have tote bags. Anything you want with a cool Capture Paranormal. Mugs? Yeah. <laughs> cool Capture Paranormal design on there and help uh, support the podcast, help support the team. Like like we said before, you guys went out to Wallaceburg. And that was all free of charge. We never charge for an investigation. Yep. Uh, that's all out of our pocket for gas and travel and everything like that. So anything helps. And we are looking to 
redesign our Patreon page. I'm hoping to get some more exclusive things up there. Uh, maybe we can push that along a little harder and maybe get some patrons on there because I'd love to have some exclusive stuff to share with people and maybe we can get a little community going there and for three bucks or five bucks a month, whatever you want, you can get exclusive uh, content and we'll be able to, like for instance, you guys were out yesterday at an investigation. So if you were on the proper tier over at patreon.com slash capture paranormal, you could have been getting live updates of everything that was going on, like Mike seeing that, that shadow person, you would have been the first to know if you were yep. on the patreon.com slash capture paranormal page. Uh, yeah. So you could have seen how freaked out I was. Exactly. And, <laughs> uh, so yeah, the more, the more, uh, patrons we can get on there, the more exclusives you're going to get because we're going to have, you, you know, all we're going to have these people and, and patrons to be able to, to mm-hmm. make this stuff for because I'm just dying to get more content out there for, for everybody. And I'd love for, you know, us to build a little community on Patreon. I've got a month's worth of DVR footage to review from the haunted Hillview farm. We could put some of that. So yeah. all my findings on there. Yeah, for sure. That'd be an awesome. I've exclusive. got three little video clips of interesting things I found already. So, and speaking, that was out of the first night. speaking of haunted Hillview farm, you can go to captureparanormal.com and look for the haunted Hillview farm tab in the menu or just go to facebook.com slash haunted hillview farm and you have a event coming up do you want to tell us a little bit about that uh september 28th we're having a public ghost hunt there's only two tickets left now oh wow um, two tickets left yep tickets are 25 dollars. we're gonna we're gonna do do it differently this month we're gonna give you the gear and send you off into the house that's amazing so no, no uh, supervision. They're just going right out. No, right, right yeah. for it with the gear. We're gonna provide you with the capture paranormal gear. You're gonna get the uh, mel meter and the K2. And what else? Are you, what else are you gonna be able to take into the house? Probably the SB7 spirit box. Yeah. So all that good stuff you're gonna get to yep. just take it, and we'll show you how to use it. Yep. And that way you're accustomed to it. And then we're gonna kick you in the butt and send you in the house. <laughs> see what see what you can find. Exactly. That's a great idea. And with two tickets left, hopefully if you're listening to this and you're interested and you're in the Dutton, Ontario region and you want to head out to Hunt Hillview Farm to this awesome uh, event, you'll be able to get out. Where can they find the tickets? Eventbrite.ca. Eventbrite, eventbrite.ca or there's links, I'm, I'm assuming, on Facebook.com yeah, on slash Facebook Hillview Farm. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. So hopefully uh, I, I feel this will be another sellout. Probably. It will be. I know it. And then we have another event uh, for the closer to the end of October as well. Awesome. So, yeah. But so, after this one, tickets will be up for that one. We also have the Bacchus Page House Museum event in mm-hmm. Wallace Town, Ontario. That's yep. on November 1st and 2nd, correct? Yep. Right. That's so correct. I think tickets might have just been on, put, put up on sale for that. So. I believe so, yeah. Uh, it's still a little ways away, so we'll see how it goes. Yep. But usually they... they Sell out, or at least get close to it. Yep. November 1st and 2nd, Backus Page House Museum. Check out facebook.com slash captureparanormal, and the links are up there for the tickets for that. Yep. Other than that, anything else you got to say, Mike? What else is going on? Um, I think we're pretty free and clear of any event, any uh, investigations coming up. I don't think we have anything scheduled. No, nothing yet. But if you're in the southwestern Ontario region and you're having issues in your home or business, mm-hmm. you think it's uh, ghostly related, 
Uh, check out CaptureParanormal.com. We have a form at the bottom of every single page on there with uh, you, that you can write your name and your your where you're from and your phone number and give us a description of what's going on and why you think this is paranormal. That'll send it over to us, and we can set up an investigation possibly to help you out. And that's, again, all free of charge. All right, so. Well, maybe maybe some coffee. Maybe some coffee. <laughs> We don't we don't deny coffee or treats. That's right. <laughs> or cookies. Awesome. Well, thanks, Mike. Thanks for yep. uh, joining us on the Capture Paranormal Podcast. Welcome. Hopefully, we can do it again next week. We're a little late this week with the uh, episode, but we wanted to get the the info on this investigation you guys just did. So mm-hmm. we wanted to wait until after you guys did the investigation and get some updates on that, which we did, and which were amazing. So yeah, for sure. We. Make sure you check out Capture Paranormal and our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Capture Paranormal and look for that video or maybe it will be an exclusive video on Patreon. Who knows? You have to you have to wait and see where we where that lands, I guess. <laughs> all right, so I want to thank everybody Excellent. for listening and uh, rating, reviewing, all that good stuff. And I want to mention, I think, now that we've switched over podcasting hosts, um, we're saving a little bit of money here. Okay, are you with me on this, Mike? Okay, we're, sa- we're saving a little bit of money on this uh, this pot this podcast switch here. So I'm thinking maybe maybe beginning next week we're gonna we're gonna do something leading up to maybe Halloween, and we'll mm-hmm. do some type of giveaway. Maybe we'll give away some uh, mm-hmm. some capture paranormal swag, maybe a T-shirt or something. I think that's cool. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. We'll we'll get the the gears moving and figure out how we want to do this and what uh, we can do to give away some cool Capture Paranormal merch for uh, as a thank you for listening to Capture Paranormal Podcast. So other than that, Excellent. like I said, thanks for listening, thanks for rating, reviewing, subscribing, following, all that good stuff, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. For more information on Capture Paranormal, visit CaptureParanormal.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the Capture Paranormal Podcast.